The world is under siege by the COVID-19 virus. Whole populations are confined at home, businesses are disrupted, and the global economic health is being tested to its limits. A call for change will be necessary in the wake of this pandemic. But where do we begin? HEC Paris Professor Jeremy Gaz places education at the heart of this question. The Lehman Brothers bankruptcy occupies a unique spot in our collective account of the 2008 Great Recession. The event was not the starting point of the crisis that had already begun weeks or months before, but it revealed to the world what no one could ignore. We were about to plunge into one of the most serious financial crises of our times. I often wondered whether we would experience something similar with the climate crisis, which is also well underway. Some sort of tipping point that would challenge our ways of doing business that we thought were unshakable. Some may be tempted to say that a pandemic is not a good illustration of climate urgency, but that's not accurate because the issue of climate urgency goes far beyond the question of global warming per se. In fact, it also relates to the stability of the environment, something we do not control as well as what we'd like to think. In the aftermath of the 2008 crisis, we, as business schools, were often asked what we had done to anticipate the crisis and what we would change in our curriculum to train talents as the world was shifting. If we do not wish to be subject to the same criticism when the climate emergency enters our collective account of globalization, we must accelerate our efforts to prepare the talents of tomorrow. This requires rethinking what teaching business means in the wake of the most recent health crisis. This effort has been underway at HEC Paris for quite some time. The pre-experience master's program in sustainability and social innovation is 17 years old. It has trained quite a few changemakers, deeply unsatisfied with the status quo, and convinced that business as usual is not a possible outcome in the long run. In recent years, the program has increasingly attracted a wide array of candidates looking to understand how we can do business in a world that is increasingly hot, crowded, polarized, angry, and unstable. This has become a quite mainstream question. And this is the very question that our MBA specialization track in sustainable and disruptive innovation tackles as well. In both programs, we explore how tomorrow's economic actors can pivot to new business models in this disruptive global environment. In practice, this will require a lot of ingenuity because in this coming business environment, financial and economic principles may need to be reconsidered. The very notion of risk, which is at the heart of economics and finance, takes on a very different dimension in an increasingly hot, populated, and unstable world. With all the consequences that this has, fundamental indicators such as the cost of capital. This is a critical point that we explore to help our talents make that pivot to new business models. In this coming business environment, you'll need to innovate, obviously. But how do you measure your impact? At the level of your company? But that would mean ignoring a reality that is now unavoidable, the company does not do business in a political, social, or societal vacuum, and its financial performance is impossible to separate from its non-financial performance. If the company doesn't think about its relationship to its ecosystem, its business environment risks rotting from the inside to the point of being completely inhospitable. As a result, reputational or financial motivations alone are no longer sufficient to explain why a luxury giant like LVMH may decide to invest in the production of hydroalcoholic gel, for instance. The notions of profit and profitability remain significant, but their calculations become far more complex, as the list of parameters that we need to take into account is growing. This is another crucial point that the talents we train must remember as they head into this new business environment. Last but not least, 
Tomorrow's supply chains may not look like today's. A lot has been said about circular economies and local consumption. But those won't mean the end of globalization, that is, the end of a single integrated global market. But there may be a debate about when it makes sense to rely on that global market. What is impossible to get elsewhere, in particular locally, and when does it make sense, and when is it more efficient to rely on local resources, are two guiding questions in this new normal that we are now exploring in greater details. So how do you do business in an increasingly hot, crowded, polarized, angry, and unstable world? Rethinking the cost of capital? Re-exploring the meaning of innovation and reconsidering questions related to outsourcing and procurement are just three examples of what we've been doing differently to help these talents we train adjust to this changing business environment. This is still work in progress, but the current health crisis is a striking illustration of what is at stake, and more profoundly of a remarkable present-day paradox. If we want to stay the same, we must move. Fast.